welcome to another episode of Pretty Social Podcast. And we are so happy to be here once again. Yes. And today, I feel like it's just going to be positivity. Yes, we love positivity. <laughs> um, you guys know that we've come <laughs> off um, like just Women's uh, Health oh. Month and just, you know, getting ourselves back right physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all, all of that. that. And I think one of the thing that, things that can encompass all that is protecting like your peace, protecting mm. your mind, protecting your heart, protecting your energy, just being very cautious of what you're allowing in and what's coming out and mm. what you're surrounding yourself with and the people you surround yourself with. I think all of that is so important, it's but huge. I also think it's very neglected. Yeah, it is. I think a lot of people, and I know for me, um, a long time I was a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Like, I really struggled. And I still kind of teeter-totter mm-hmm. on that a little. Mm-hmm. I think I think more so I do it because I truly just want to help people. Mm-hmm. And it's like if I know that I know that I have time or the ability to do so, Mm-hmm. then I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, when I was younger, yes, I still had that heart for that. But it, I think for me back then, it was more so I'm afraid to say no because I'm afraid of how that's going to be perceived. Yeah. Like, oh, dang, she ain't going to do this for me and that for me. Um, but in that moment, like in my early 20s when I was doing that and I was helping everyone else, I was so depleted. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't protecting my energy. Yeah. And I wasn't protecting my time. I wasn't protecting my space. And I was just giving myself out to everyone. And I think that we can get caught up in doing that, whether if it's at work, mm-hmm. if it's with kids, um, if it's with friends, if it's just what whatever, something that's just taking too much of your time yes. and your peace. And you're like, sometimes it's social media. Mm. And it's like, all you're doing is scrolling, 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 scrolling. And you're wondering why you're unhappy. And it's like, we have to be conscious of like those things that yeah. are in our lives. Yeah, it, it's hard, you know, and, and it takes some wisdom. Mm-hmm. It takes some time, sometimes age, you know, you just get older and you start to finally recognize yeah. what the things are that are keeping you unhappy and you start to cuz I feel like there's some people that I know who they know what's making them unhappy, but they don't really want to change it. Yeah. They don't want to leave those things alone. Like I've talked about wow. before, like when I started like my healing journey back and coming back to Christ and rededicating myself, I did have to walk away from a lot of my friends mm-hmm. and we had some extremely toxic people in our lives. I mean, people that literally put us in, you know, situations where our life could have been ended. Literally. Mm-hmm. I mean, crazy yeah. situations. And I thought that it was obvious that in order for us to have peace, we needed to leave those type of people in the past. But they was like, no, like, you know, I I used to think that I was trying to help everybody and say like, oh, we don't need to hang out in these places anymore. We don't need to do this. We don't need to do that. But they was like, no, I'm cool here. Yeah. You know, and some people choose to continue to stay in that. You know, and a lot of them don't have peace. And I can't speak for the people who may actually have peace in those situations. Yes. I don't know. I just know a lot of people who have say they're not happy with something, but they don't do anything to change it. And I'm like, why yeah. wouldn't you want to surround yourself with people and things that build you up and make you feel good? Exactly. And not only that, and obviously I can't speak for people or their experiences or anything like that, but, you know, people who are in... I would say seemingly toxic. Like what what I would say the most, like the mass of people would say, yeah, it's pretty toxic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can be at peace in that. Like the people who yeah. say it doesn't bother them mm-hmm. or the people that um, may even go as far to say is like, 
they're at peace in that situation. Like when it's toxic like that, mm-hmm. I don't. I think at that point you're just denying it. You're mm-hmm. like you're in denial and you don't want to face it mm-hmm. um, because it's really hard for me to grasp the concept of being in something that is not good for you. Yeah. Um, and it'd be very evident that it's not good for you. Mm-hmm. And then you to act like, this is not a problem at all. I, at this point, I think it's just denial. It's like, yeah. you know it's a problem, but like you were saying, maybe I know it's a problem, but if I admit that it's a problem, then I have to do something about it. And a lot of people, for whatever reason, I'm sure the reasons vary depending mm-hmm. on the situation, um, but, you know, some people are just like, I either am too afraid to change or I don't know how to change or I don't know what people will perceive about me if yeah. I change. Like, it can be so many it's different things. But I also, I think that we have to learn how to be, and I, this is the only best way that I can say it, I can elaborate more, but we have to learn how to be selfish with ourselves, mm-hmm. meaning we have to learn how to put ourselves first. Mm. Because, you know, and I'm, I'm preaching to the choir. <laughs> Believe me, I am preaching to the choir because I am very good at putting myself on the back burner and everyone's needs before me. But like I said, you were saying like with growth and maturity and wisdom and things like that, you learn. Mm-hmm. Like if I continue to run on E, I'm not going to be able to perform at my best. Exactly. I'm not going to be able to be the best mom or the best daughter or sibling or whatever my role is I'm not going to be able to operate at my best Mm -hmm. if I'm always putting myself last Mm -hmm. if I'm never scheduling time for myself if I'm never like doing things for Gabby Mm -hmm. and doing things that Gabby likes versus what Gabby just needs to do yeah and it's like when you learn how to put yourself first it feels weird at first it feels so weird at first and I know there was times where I would feel guilty like I shouldn't be doing this. Oh. <laughs> I shouldn't be doing this. Like, I could be doing something for someone else. Mm-hmm. I could be spending my time. Or even, like, money. Like, even, like, things where I'm, like, oh, I went through a time where I did not like to spend money on me at all. Mm. Like, not to say I didn't like it. Of course, I would want to. But mm-hmm. I would refuse myself because yeah. I would feel like, you know, why, why would I do that? When I could get my son this, or I can go and do that, or I can save the money. And it's like, you have to learn to prioritize yourself and, mm-hmm. and know what's important to you yeah. and refuel yourself. Yeah. Because you're, you, you are you. Yeah. Like, you're stuck with you yeah. for the rest of your life. Why not take care of yourself? And you don't even realize how much it helps the people around you for you to fill your own cup. Like, oh, for sure. you can't pour from an empty cup. And it's mm-hmm. like... It's nice to have a mom who's buying me things, but Mm -hmm. it sucks and it hurts to see her sad and alone and unhappy and ran into the ground and not have energy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's so much more beneficial to our loved ones to take care of ourselves. And I'm that way, too. Like, it's so hard to think about making time for myself. That feels and sounds crazy because I have three kids and I'm married and I work full time. It's like... When, how are you going to have time for yourself? It's literally mm-hmm. always something I can be yeah. doing. And I and I have to come to the realization that everything doesn't have to already be perfect yeah. in order for me to start doing that. Sometimes I feel like 
I have to make sure everything is perfect and straight for the kids. Everything is perfect and straight for the household mm-hmm. before I can even think about considering doing something for mm-hmm. myself. But it's like, no, that's important. Like, I was actually at work today, and I was in this group with two girls, and we were talking, and I left for a little bit. But when I came back, they were, like, sharing pictures of like work that they did like Mm. they got into a conversation about crochet and they started using all these terms i don't know (laughs) about the styles of crochet they do and some paint and like paintings they do and like showing each other their new paints and stuff and i was just like oh sitting there like that's nice and i was like man like i can't even imagine having time to have created all these Mm -hmm. things on my own or you know what I'm saying I'm just like that is just so amazing to me to and and inspiring to me to see adult people still you know taking care of and investing in their passions and what they think is fun and what their hobbies are you know what I mean because it just it just fills you up and you could tell they were just so passionate because I had a million questions. Of course, like I said, I didn't know anything Mm -hmm. about any of that stuff, but like it just made me think like, man, I cannot even imagine having time to just paint or crochet and like, (laughs) you know, stuff like that. But that's why we have to be intentional making that time. And it may not be time every day. Honestly, like if we want to be realistic, (laughs) even though I really do my best and and like, your me time doesn't always have to be doing a hobby or doing right. something big. It can literally just be you being in a quiet room by yourself, drinking a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, a cup of tea, or reading a few pages of one of your favorite books or something like that. That can be your me time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that you can make small moments in your day, but sometimes you just get busy yeah. and you have everyone that needs you and. There are going to be days where you're like, I just, I can't do it. And that's, you know, it happens. It's reality. But I think we have to be intentional about making sure that we're getting that me time at least weekly. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because this past, um, this week, no, this last week, um, one of my assignments, like we always have in one of my classes, discussion posts of whatever we went through um, lesson wise that week. Mm -hmm. And so I'm getting ready to go do my discussion post. I'm logging onto the computer and, um, the teacher surprised us and was like, no discussion post. All I want you guys to write about is making sure you have uh, some, some sort of like self-care this week and write what you did. And it literally could just be two sentences. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I love this. But I also <laughs> love like the intentionality behind it yeah. because I think a lot of people, a lot of people who were writing in there were in similar boats, not so much as what I do, mm-hmm. but just being busy. Mm-hmm. And they were like, man, I, I don't know the last time I went for a walk. Man, I don't know the last time I did this. And to hear them, like, share their stories and kind of, like, be brought back to reality of, like, wait, this is nice. Yeah. Like, so many people were like, I loved going outside and sitting <laughs> and, and, and just sitting in the park. And just, it's like, we don't realize how much that boosts our mood. Yeah. Like, it really makes you feel good when so you can good. do something that you and it's like. it's the smallest things. Like, one smallest. thing that I'll say that I get so much enjoyment out of mm-hmm. is nightly. Like, I've been more consistent with my skincare than I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't realize, like, that moment, I, it when I'm in that bathroom after I get out of the shower and the door is closed... It could literally be a zoo outside that door. I don't even care. Like, I'm in there doing my skincare routine. You know, I got my five-step process. And it is just, it feels nice. It feels like I'm doing something good for me. Yeah. And it makes me just feel so good. And you wouldn't even think that, like, something like that. I used to look at it like a chore. You know what I'm saying? Before Mm -hmm. I became consistent with it. And now I just love it. And recently, I've been into, like, breathing exercises. Yes. 
When I tell I'm obsessed. you, <laughs> breathing. Ah, uh, breathing. I used breathing. to think that people was crazy. Like when they used to be like, I'm into breathing or breathing techniques or, you know, they talk about how life is in the breast and all this and that. And I'm like, breathing? <laughs> yes, it is crazy. So I was just telling you before we, we started recording, I was telling you how I was at work and I wanted to cuss everyone out. <laughs> well, that's actually become more of a common thing of me wanting to do because <laughs> work is definitely on that top list of stressful stuff right now in my life. Yeah. But like a few days prior to what had just happened, um, I was feeling that I was like, I was so stressed out and I was finally off of work and I was like, okay, but I was still feeling that stress. Even mm-hmm. though I was off, I was clocked out. I was on my way home. Just everything that was going going on in the day was still like attached to mm. me. And on my way home, I literally just started doing breathing exercises. Mm. And when I got home, I was I was calm <laughs> as ever. Yeah, and I felt so amazing. It's like we just neglect even the, the smallest things. things. The yes. smallest things, and we just go through life just thinking that this is life. Yeah, and it takes sometimes, and that's why you know we just have to plant the seed because. Sometimes it just takes one person to tell you, like, hey, you can mm-hmm. have better. And, like, I think about the Friends on podcast, which is, like, my favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. And they were the first people that, like, made me say, like, you know you have a choice. Like, yeah. the people in your life, you're not stuck with them. Like, you don't just have to be treated bad by anybody. Like, exactly, you don't have to do this. You know what I mean? And, yes, yes I did use to ghost people. But I didn't realize that, like... I guess I felt like, you know, you have to go out and make the friends that you want. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? You have to, You it's not just whoever you come across or whatever, whoever you end up with, you just deal with. But Mm -hmm. I actively choose the people that I want in my life, the energy that I want in my life. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that everybody's perfect. So um, let's do a segue because I think that like when you think about protecting your energy and stuff like that, there's Mm -hmm. different... Um, aspects and we talked yeah. about it starts from yourself yeah you have to make that decision yeah and so let's talk about like the people you surround yourself with so <laughs> I feel like man and I'm, I'm like there's people you have to let go of yes there's people you have to have conversations yes. with you know there's different aspects but I'm, I'm mm-hmm. curious like how do you know the difference between being there for somebody, you know, being there for somebody and then somebody literally draining you because there's guilt there, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you have to step away from somebody and they're like, but I'm going through something and I need you Mm -hmm. and I need you. But it's like, at what point, you know, do you have to step away from that? I think it, for me, it has to do with their track run. You know, is this something that is consistent with Mm -hmm. them or is this just a one time issue that's just kind of strung out a while and Mm. they need someone and they really don't realize that they're draining you the way they are, but they're just going through something difficult and this is just a one time event type Mm -hmm. thing or is this something that this person's continuously bringing into your life? (laughs) And also for me is um, what I've had to learn to do with some difficult situations is um, if I have to tell you multiple times that this makes me feel this way Mm -hmm. and what Mm -hmm. you're doing, what you're saying, how you're treating me, how you're not following through, whatever that is, if I have to have that conversation with you consistently and you're not doing anything actively to change that Mm -hmm. and you either make excuses as to why you can't change it or 
um, or try to gaslight and bring it back to you and like mm. it's your problem, then I know for sure at that point, okay, I we just got split. Yeah. We just have to split. Because it's just unhealthy. It's unhealthy. And at that point, it almost feels like a leech. It feels mm. like someone is leeching onto you and they're pulling whatever they can from you. And then they give you little tidbits of things. Like, I'll give, yeah, I'll give you a little this. I'll give you a little that. Make you feel a little good. Make you get, like, we'll go out and hang out. Or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. But overall, they're draining your energy. And at that point, I think for most people it's evident. But again, it goes back to it's hard. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's really hard mm. to let go. Yeah. Sometimes it's really hard. And sometimes, not even just the fact of letting go, but just even deciding is that the route that it has to be? Mm-hmm. Or is it just distance? You know, maybe it's just like, oh, we can't be as close of friends. Or, you know, maybe we only see each other at family functions or whatever the case is. And then sometimes it's like, no, we can't even do that. Like, it has to be, we have to go our separate ways. And even making a decision like that, you, like, weigh out, like, what is the best? Especially when you really do love somebody and you really do care. And that's the hardest. And you really do want them in your life because, like, I think that back in the day when I was younger and I used to cut people off, I was kind of just, like... Whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and I think I had the, 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 the issue of, like, abandonment where I talked about on here before, like, well, I'm going to get rid of you before you can get rid of me, yeah. so I don't have to mm-hmm. deal with that pain. Yeah. But I think that now, the relationships that I have, I truly value them, and I will yes. fight for them. Like, I'm not going to have you in my life if I could care less whether you're here or not, you yeah. know? And so it's like, I care that you're here, so I'm going to try to make sure that we can we can get along and we can, mm-hmm. you know, and we're both good for each other and we, you know what I mean? I'm not going to... So if I'm making a decision to walk away from somebody, it is very difficult. And I think that one factor that has to be considered is, like, does the good outweigh the bad? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, in, in some yeah. situations... There's so much bad. And like you said, you hang on to that one little that piece. That glimmer of good that yes. you just like, I can't let go of that. I can't let go of that one good thing that yeah. that person could potentially bring to my life or how that person might make me feel in certain situations. And you have such a, sh- a hard time of letting that go. Oh, my But gosh. then you look at all the negativity in that. And it negativity doesn't it. even have to be like knockout fights and nastiness right, and stuff. No. It can just be like you are a draining person. Yeah, you or always got We some... just don't have nothing like in common nothing and in we common. don't talk and we don't hang out and we don't like communicate and that's a huge thing for me in any aspect of a relationship whether if it's someone I'm dating, whether if it's a friendship, anything like that. If you are going to be close to me, I want to communicate. Right. Like, I just want to be in communication. Mm -hmm. I want to know what's going on with you. I want you to know what's going on with me. I want to know if there's a problem. Like, if we're not communicating, that's going to be super hard to maintain a healthy relationship. It is. Communication is everything. And and you have to give people a chance, you know, because you have to give them a chance to explain or a chance to try to change. Mm -hmm. You don't just say like, oh, I don't like that you do this or that you did this. I don't want you in my life anymore. Like, no, that's not fair. You know, and that's immature, honestly. And that's just a person who's afraid of confrontation and and manning up or womaning up and handling their business. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm going to give you a chance and I'm going to tell you, hey, I really don't like this. This bothers Mm -hmm. me. Or I hate that we 
interact this way? Like, what yeah. can we do to be better? And, and, and hopefully they will say like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I didn't recognize I was doing that. Or, you know, I apologize or mm-hmm. no, you took that the wrong way. I didn't mean it. Whatever they say, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But hopefully it's not like, oh, you're crazy or you tripping or yeah. you too sensitive or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. You know what I mean? It's like so many things that people... You know, accountability is hard for grown-ups. Like, There's a lot of people who cannot hard. take accountability. And it's, like, it's kind of, like, weird. Not, like, not trying to, like, shade or anything, but it's just, like, weird. It's, like, I even at work, I tell, like, some of my coworkers, it's, like, it's okay just to say you messed up. It's okay just to take accountability. It's okay. Like, it's okay. That's a very normal thing to do is take accountability. But that's hard for a lot of people to do. Yeah. And I think one of the other things that we have to be careful for um, when we have people in our lives um, is being mindful of their own life, meaning I think when people don't take time for themselves, they don't mm-hmm. take time for things that they like, they don't take time for their own hobbies, mm-hmm. they don't take time to know themselves, is mm-hmm. that they can become very codependent mm. on others. Ooh. And whether if it's, again, friendships, relationships, family, is that they cling on to another person because they have nothing for themselves right now. Because they haven't taken the time yeah. to, to, to figure out what that is for them. So you see that a lot of times with moms. They become very codependent on their children and their whole entire, and, I, and don't get me wrong, motherhood is amazing and I love being able to do all the stuff with my son, but you also have to have your own identity. You have to know what you like exactly. because one day your kid is going to be gone. Yeah. They are going to be yes. grown. They are going to live their own life. And what do you do? Exactly. What do you do when you're codependent on um, a child when you're codependent on a partner when you're codependent on a friend and they move away or they do their own thing and now you're left unhappy and exactly. sometimes they get mad sometimes they get mad at you mm-hmm. for doing your own thing and they're not like a part of it and it's like um you have to take time for yourself tell me you toxic you without like? telling me you're toxic like uh, exactly yeah okay so speaking of toxic let's move on to like relationships romantic relationships okay. and I want to know, like, when it comes to protecting your peace, especially I want to know from mm. you, because you're single, you're interested Damn, in dating. No, 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 because it's not so more, it's well, really about, like, getting into a relationship. Okay. And how, like, I can't imagine at 30, you know, because you we've grown so much mm. and we've learned how to protect ourselves. Yeah. So it's like, how do you balance protecting your heart protecting your mind Mm -hmm. but also being open and vulnerable to give somebody that opportunity when you know that they could possibly ruin the very thing you work so hard to protect so i don't balance it i just shut people out (laughs) that was a very easy and 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 you know what i i am in a better mind state now Mm -hmm. you know before I didn't really accept that. And mm-hmm. I think before I didn't really, um, I didn't explore the reason. I just think I was operating out of hurt. And in the midst of having my heart broken, um, I just automatically shut down. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to no one. Because, mm-hmm. like, in my mind, I know this was not a right mindset. Um, I knew it wasn't a right mindset. And I don't stand by this mi- this mindset. But... In my mind, I'm thinking, what's the point of getting into a relationship? Because 
you're just going to hurt me like the last person did. And, like, why would I even put myself... Like, I, I'm happy being single. Like, mm-hmm. I am I can do what I want to do. I can enjoy life. I, I enjoy my company. I thoroughly enjoy my company. I thoroughly have fun with myself. Mm-hmm. And I can take myself out and do fun stuff. And I'm not saying that it's not fun with someone else. But it's mm-hmm. like, in my mind, I'm like, why would I let someone else in who's just going to disrupt my life again like the last person did? Yeah. So I operated out of that for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really explore why I was shutting people out. It was just what I did. And then as I really wanted to dissect it and understand, like, I've been single for so long, it's it was because of that. It was because I wasn't, I could say I wanted to date. I could say I want to be in a relationship. But what my heart was at, like where my heart was at and being hurt, like I really wasn't anywhere mm-hmm. near being open mm-hmm. to that. And I really had to do a lot of healing, a lot of healing. And I had to relearn my self-worth because after that situation where I was really hurt, I really felt like I was nothing. Mm. Like, I really felt like I was literally worthless. Like, and when you're in that mindset where you feel like you're nothing, you're worthless, like, you aren't good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, whatever it is that you're telling yourself, Mm -hmm. in that, like, of course you don't want to date because Mm -hmm. it's like, if I feel like I'm worthless, then the the person who I get in a relationship is going to just remind me of how worthless I am. They're going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let me just be by myself. So really healing and understanding my worth and understanding that, um, there, that men are not all like that and that there is someone out there for you. But what I had to tell myself is I want to be, I want to be in a better position for mm-hmm. who that person is. I didn't want to be in a position where I'm so hurt and I'm so broken and I'm bringing a crazy amount of baggage to Mm -hmm. a man and making him pay for all the things that someone else has done for me. So it was really like, you need to get yourself together. You need to get your mind together. You need to get your heart together. That way, when God does bring that man into your life, you're not like a crazy wreck because you're hurt. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a process and now I am in a place where I'm like I'm open um and I just have to let God like lead me in that you yeah. know I just have to trust that God mm-hmm. is going to block the people who want to play me or the people right. who have ill intentions that he's gonna block them because he knows how bad I was hurt he knows how um that took me to such a dark place mm-hmm. and I know he doesn't want that for me mm-hmm. so I I just have to be Um, mindful of the red flags so that I don't get myself in a situation where I'm with someone who's like that. So it's just being very mindful. It's Mm -hmm. it's just understanding who you are um, and taking things slow. I'm not in a rush. Even Mm -hmm. though I want to be married and I have a desire for that, I'm not in a rush. Mm -hmm. You know, before when I was younger, I was like, oh my God, I gotta be married by 25. And then it was okay, I gotta be married by 28. Oh, I gotta be married by 30. And now I'm like, you know what? I don't have to put an age on that. I'd rather get married when I meet the right person Mm -hmm. and when the time is right. And I think too many people rush into things and then they're stuck in a situation where they're like, what the heck did I just do? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't want to be that. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, I do care. I don't want to be married at 50. You know, like, first time getting married at 50. I don't want that. But if that's when I find the love of my life and it's the person who loves me for who I am and I love them for who we are and we, you know, serve God together, 
that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And that's worth waiting for. Yeah. And, and, and I love all that, especially what you said about, like, trusting that God will not put that person in your path. You know, yeah. they say, I love the phrase that he opens doors, no man can close. He closes yeah. doors, no man can open. Yeah. You know, and he's also giving you wisdom. He's also mm-hmm. giving you discernment. He's giving you experience. Yeah. Um, he's giving you those things. And I feel like you could really see it. Like, yes. I feel like I've been good at that, you know, especially with, with Darshan, with my husband mm-hmm. now. Like, I could see his character mm-hmm. so much. Like, it's just like... You know, one of the things that I always tell him, and it's so random that stands out to me when we first, first started talking, we was up early in the morning talking, we was going to bed late at night talking, and I remember being up texting him early in the morning, and like, what you up to, da da da, and he was like, oh, I'm taking my sister to school, and you know, I'm like, you know, it was just stuff that he would do like that, that just made me feel like he wasn't like a lot of these guys out here, because he actually cared about his family, and, and he used to get his little sister, we was like 22 and he used to babysit his three-year-old sister all the time. He would take her to the park all the time. He would take her to church all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he volunteered at Boys and Girls Club and he he coached basketball with the kids. And, you know, sometimes that stuff can be shallow still. You know, some people do it because they want to say they do all these Mm -hmm. things. Or I work with children, you know. But you can really see a person's life for sure you observe their friends you observe mm-hmm. their family you observe how they interact with people yeah. you know that's things i've been blind to before with even friends mm-hmm. like you hanging out with this person who not many people like them yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> like it's a lot of drama you know everything like that and it's like you ignore those things but i think that that is everything in picking your partner you have to observe his relationship with his mother you have to observe Mm -hmm. his relationship with people you know what i'm saying like if you're dating someone and other people just don't feel them they feel like they arrogant they cocky Mm -hmm. they this they that you can't just turn that off and act like you don't see it because that is an indicator of who they are as a human being yeah so you know you can really just see it and feel it and i think that we we truly do choose to close our eyes and oh, I for and, sure and do I believe yes. people end up in situations where they was with a doctor what is it uh Jekyll and Mr. Hyde oh yeah um mm-hmm. to where they was one way until they got married and yeah. then the person flipped and that's really unfortunate it's yeah nothing you I can think do. that's rare though I it's think very it's rare. not as common I don't think people now I think what's more common is people especially when you're young and and that's when and not and I'm just speaking for myself I am happy in a sense that I didn't get married young Mm -hmm. um, only because I've just heard too many people say I married when we were young and we were, you know, one way. And then um, as we've grown older, like I've changed, I've matured, I've done this and this person is still the same. Mm -hmm. And it's like those are risks you have to take. You have to take. Like it's not always someone's putting their best foot forward and deceiving you mm-hmm. and making you feel like they're a one way when they're really not. It happens. But I think sometimes it's just people growing completely different directions. Like you are your own human being, you're your own individual. And that doesn't mean that you're going to be the same as you were at 20 mm-hmm. or you might be the same. And now you're like, dang, you're super immature. Like grow up, mm-hmm. do something with yourself. So I think that's more common. But, um, but yeah, so it's like, I feel like you you have to, and I, I, I think I've said this before on one of the episodes, is uh, I had a conversation with um, a pastor of mine from years ago, and um, he had said that you're not, 
you're not ready for a relationship until you're ready to get hurt. And I'm telling you, that has stuck with me. He told me this when I was like 20, 21. I was like 21 when he told me this. Mm -hmm. And that has always stuck with me because I'm like, I'm not ready to get hurt. I'm not ready for a relationship. (laughs) But I understand it now more. I understand Mm -hmm. it now more because I've experienced it. And even though, obviously, I don't like the painful situations I've been in, but those painful situations have taught me and they've helped me to grow. They've helped me to learn that maybe the things that I wanted weren't not really the things that I needed. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of blindsided Mm -hmm. by certain things. And, And I've learned that, like, you know, through those painful situations... When you find someone, even if you really, truly love them, they're going to still hurt you. Mm. Even if they don't mean to. We're human. <laughs> We're going to hurt each other. We're going to yeah. get into disagreements. Now, I'm not saying to be with someone who's toxic and no. just trying to hurt you and, no. and just it's doing careless things. Yes. I, so that's what I mean when I say that. But it's like you just have to understand that's part of life. And mm-hmm. now that I'm in a better mindset, it's like, okay, I don't want to say I'm willing to be hurt, but I'm willing to put that, I'm willing to risk that because I know that my desire is still for marriage. God yeah. hasn't taken that away. So if my desire is still for marriage, then I have to be like, okay, I might get burned. Yeah, that is that is like so brave. <laughs> Scary. So mature. <laughs> Scary. Yeah, but you know what? I, I just have faith that like you're not going to go through any excruciating heartache no. ever again. I feel like the next guy is just going to be like, I mean, obviously there's no one perfect, but I just feel like he's going to be like, he's going to be that person. He's really? going to be, I That's feel like, good. I really do. I really feel optimistic about it because I was in such a, a negative situation bef- prior and um, I was so hurt and I was so discouraged about relationships from that that I'm like I just I just feel like the next one's gonna be so different mm-hmm. and he's just gonna be like he's just gonna be that person mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm super optimistic I'm you. so excited Nah, I, just, I just I just want you to be open because it's yeah. so hard for me to picture you just like like I'm just trying to like picture how it's gonna happen. <laughs> Lord Jesus, I because don't know. I don't know because I go to work, I come home, and go to work, I come home. I feel like sometimes <laughs> you give off that you're so uninterested. You've like said no that. matter how cute he is, no matter what he does, Honestly, I'm I just think like I'm just so awkward. <laughs> I I haven't dated in. So is it awkwardness? It is. No, it is because that situation that you we were just talking about mm-hmm. about the guy who you were like he was flirting with you, mm-hmm. and I was in that mindset. I was so oblivious to that. Mm. I was so until you told me that, and I was like, oh, wait, that does make sense. It does make sense that he was flirting with mm-hmm. me, but because I haven't dated in so long, I'm literally just like, oh, okay, cool. So you feel like someone's gonna have to come out and like say it, like I feel like that. Or I just feel like God has to just open up my eyes. Like I, I say that to God all the time. I'm like, God, please just don't let me be blind to it. Like, don't let me just skate by. Brush it off. Yes, because I think I'm good at that. Not because I'm intentionally trying to be that, but it's just I'm kind of awkward in that situation. Because I'm like, I don't Are you feeling me? Am I just picking something up that it's not really being put down? Mm-hmm. Or I'm just like literally in my own world. And like, you could be flirting with me and do it really subtly. And I'm just not going to like... I'm not going to pick it up. Mm. <laughs> like, don't be creepy about it. But mm. also, like, don't be too subtle because I'm probably just not going to know. I think what would shock me and pleasantly surprise me <laughs> is to see you want somebody to talk to you and be excited that they did. 
Okay. Because I feel like... Like to see someone, be like, ooh, he's cute. Like, yes. Oh, or hey. like be shy or nervous or hopeful around a man. Okay. Or if he reached out to you and you'd be excited about it. Yeah. Because there's been guys who reached out to you and I'll ask you, like, you're like, yeah, he hit me up. And I, I'm like, I'm literally <laughs> like, I'll leave and be like, oh my God, I hope he asks her out. I hope I'm... And then you'd be like, yeah, he hit me. And I'm like, you not like, you know, not, you know, and I feel like I would be shocked. And pleasantly surprised uh-huh. when someone makes you feel giddy, giddy or you yes. like, oh my God, I can't believe he asked me out or something, you know? And that's what I want. And and not to say that that's how it's going to be, mm-hmm. but I've, again, I've had conversations with God a lot about this and it's like, I, I, I need to know. Mm-hmm. And not to say like, you need to like shine down light from heaven <laughs> on him and your husband, but like, because it's been so long and I'm not, again, always aware of, like, you're into me or because of so many years of being shut off um, from even wanting to date. Is like, if he's making me feel giddy, like, if he's making me feel... And I'm not talking about, like, oh, you just trying to smooth talk me because it takes more than that. But mm-hmm. if you are... Like, if I'm feeling kind of like a little teenage girl and getting butterflies, right. then I'm, like, then I'm excited. Right. I'm excited. And I'm, like... And I just don't get that. And maybe because, too, I'm freshly... Mm-hmm. getting into this this is not yeah. something that i have been like i'm freshly getting into the mindset mm-hmm. of like okay this is gonna happen it's gonna be this year i'm gonna meet someone i say i'm gonna you know get married this year or anything like that right. but i'm gonna meet someone this year and i'm gonna get in a relationship and that's the first time in forever that i've really been intentional about it so mm-hmm. who knows maybe i'll come across him and maybe he will say something and i'm like oh that was cute and then just <laughs> yeah yeah okay this year i'm <laughs> this year. excited too i can't yes. wait to meet him I don't mean, I can't wait to meet him either. I'm super excited about this. Wait, okay, curious side note. How long do you feel like it would need to be before he meets your friends? Ooh. Family is different. Yes, family is family is like, we can meet somebody and and they may not be the one. Yeah, because I brought guys that I was talking to before to like friend things Mm -hmm. and I was cool with that. Mm -hmm. So I think it would be like, I think it could be pretty soon. Because mm. I've talked to guys for, like, maybe two or three months or so, mm-hmm. and then they met you guys. Mm-hmm. So, I would say maybe about that, like, two, three well, months. Well, I don't want to meet him unless you feeling him. Like... Oh, yeah. Like, if he's just, like, eh, man, cool. we just we just hanging out. We met some people that was, like, he cool. Yeah. But I want to meet, like, I'm feeling him. I'm trying to see where this can go. Just, like, telling you, like, oh, my God, we just went so out. So, I can grill him. No, I'm just yeah. like, I'm not going to grill him. <laughs> I'm not going to grill you. Oh but God. I will don't kill you him. if you hurt my friend. So don't do it. <laughs> don't do <At> it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and, and that goes along with protecting your peace and protecting mm-hmm. your energy. And I think that for me, when it comes to people, um, I'm more okay with, I don't like saying cutting people off, but I'm more okay with saying we ain't got to be that cool. We don't have to be that close yeah. because I know how draining that can be. And yeah. in, in, in many situations, I know how draining that can be. And um, I don't want to be in a really close relationship, friendship, anything like that with someone who I feel like that towards. Because I yeah. feel like I can't be fully genuine with you. Right, right, And I right, can't right. fully For be sure. myself. Man, that's and so important. And it's like you're walking on eggshells. I want to be myself. Yes. Like, you ever have to feel like you got to dim yourself down or shrink yourself? Yes. To make your to 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 make other people feel better, mm-hmm. like uh, and I don't want that, and that's not protecting your peace. That's not protecting your energy. I I think like 
you know, there are, and I, and I can only speak from this because this is what I hear, but there are quite a few Christians who don't like the term vibes and energy and stuff like that. And for whatever reason, I don't know. It's but just it's just words. And there is truth behind that. Like, if you want to call it whatever you want to call it, but it is. I mean, like, you reap what you sow. They call it karma. They call it other things. Like, it's still the same what thing. Around, comes around. Call it what you want to call it, but it's there. Like, Facts. there are people, you a vibe you can call it the holy spirit whatever told you that something ain't right something ain't right you can call it whatever you want yeah. but it's still the same it's thing the same essentially thing. something so, lets you know internally your intuition your, your and not whatever. like that but energy is energy energy is actually a real thing it, it's like a real thing. you can't deny that there's not energy and i think people get too spiritual about that i don't believe in energy and what? it's like why it's <laughs> Do you not actually believe in water? a Air? literal Light? thing <laughs> it's energy but um but in regards to that is like I have been in situations and typically it's work. <laughs> work is always the thing. <laughs> but where you get around people and it just changes the atmosphere. Now it can be for good and it can be for yeah. bad. And it's like I don't want to be around the people who change the atmosphere for bad mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes you might be going through something. Sometimes you might have off day. Okay, cool. But if I know like, oh dang, someone else gonna be here, <laughs> like, oh here we go. Here we go. And that's the energy. That's what you're putting off. And I don't wanna be around that. I'm no, trying my does. hardest right now. You can't completely eliminate stress, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you can reduce it. And I'm trying to reduce it because in reducing the stress You are also, again, going back to the topic, you're protecting your mind. You're protecting your heart. You're protecting your peace. You feel better when you're in control of that to the Mm. best of your ability. Yeah, and when you eliminate those things, you make more time for things that you love and enjoy. Mm. Like, why am I doing things that I hate? Or (laughs) being around people that's literally murdering the mood. Like, just have an attitude. That means I'm quitting my job. It's, it's, it literally affects, like, my peace. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'll be great in the morning. I'm getting up. Things are going good. Dropping off my son. Everything's good. I get pulled up to the parking lot, and I'm like, why am I here? I hate it. <laughs> like, my whole demeanor changes, and mm-hmm. it's like, why am I doing that? Like, when you mm-hmm. say, why are we doing things that we hate? Why am I doing that? Yeah. Why am I doing so many that to other options out here. It, it's comfort, and I think that's one of the things that we do. Mm-hmm. We stay in the comfortable spot. Comfort creatures. Why? Why change things up when I'm comfortable? This works, you know. Of course this works. I'm going to the job. I've mm-hmm. been there for 10 years. I know everyone. I know everything there. And I get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. It's comfortability. But I hate it. And it's yeah. like, I don't want... I've just lived... Who knows how much longer I'm going to live. But I've lived 34 years. And it's like, I don't want to live another six months mm-hmm. or another year or who knows how long unhappy in something when I can literally just change it. Mm-hmm. I can literally just say, no, it's not serving me. I'm going to do something different. So mm-hmm. we'll All check right. back in June or July whenever this ends. I'm holding myself <laughs> to it. Okay. I'm, I'm holding you to it as well. Okay. All right. So. We're going to see what happens. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. All about protecting your peace. And and like I said, doing when you eliminate those negative things, it just gives you time and space to focus on what feels good. Yes. What you love. That's all I want to do. Yeah. I just want to fill my time with sitting at my cousin's house and Mm -hmm. just talking and laughing and having a glass of wine or going to a heels dance class and first of all okay y'all we went to a heels dance class recently i was sore for like three days i 
Okay, side note. So this happened on a side note to another side note. <laughs> so we went on this, we went to this dance class on a Friday. <laughs> I was in excruciating pain Saturday. I was in that same pain Sunday. Same. I was in that same pain Monday. Same. I literally, listen, no lie. I literally uh, told Nate that I would get him a gift card if he would help me massage my legs because they <laughs> I, and I and I stuck to that. I because I stretched. I was drinking water. I was doing everything that Google told me to and do. And it hurt so bad still. I thought it was just me. When I tell you, me and Nay, we were working my legs. We was rubbing and <laughs> kneading and everything. And it was hurting in the midst of doing it. But then mm-hmm. the next day, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. That helped so much. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I went to work on Monday, and my coworkers were like, what's wrong with you? Because I was walking like a penguin because I was in so much pain. It hurt so bad, but it was so fun and to think that we both are are trying to become more social Uh but we're not very social Uh and that just being something we typically wouldn't do Mm -hmm. i mean if we were if if it was the old nikki and gabby we just go out to dinner just me and her every every other weekend you know and we'd be cool but we put ourselves out there to do Mm -hmm. something that we really want to do and we had the most freaking fun, even though so fun. we was in pain. <laughs> it was fun. And it, and we left it like, I can't wait for the next one. Can't wait. Can't we wait. Met it was so, so many amazing women. Yes. The energy in there was. And that's oh. another thing to go back to energy. At first, when I was when we were going there, I was a little nervous because I'm like, I don't know what to expect. These mm-hmm. might all be dancers, and I might be going in there looking like I'm doing like the crazy <laughs> chicken, you know? And because I don't, I'm not a dancer, mm-hmm. so I was like really nervous, like, oh my god, they're gonna be like professional dancers in here. I'm gonna look crazy, like they're gonna be looking at me like, who is this girl? Why is she here? They were pumping us up, Hyping even us if up. we were doing the wrong moves. They was like, "Yes, get it!" Like <laughs> it, it just and I and yeah. I even DM'd one of the, the girls, and I was like. Thank you for making it such a comfortable atmosphere Aww. because I was I was a little nervous. Mm-hmm. I'm like I don't know what to they expect. They really did, and they really did a great job. And mm-hmm. that also is the energy that they put out. It's like, hey, we're all strangers, or like at least we were strangers to yeah. them. We're strangers. We don't know each other. We don't know how to dance. We're putting ourselves out here, and for them to just be like, yes, get it. Like, yes. it was like. And it, it just feels good, to, feels good. To, to get rid of the, like, there were so many weekends I spent trying to have a good time, mm-hmm. but they went all bad because I was with people who constantly yeah. wanted to be negative. And, and mm-hmm. like, when you get rid of that, you can start doing things that just make you, I would do that all over again. I would take the soreness back. Yes. You know, I would not I would regret that. And I want to do it again. Oh, you know sure. what I'm saying? So for it's sure. like. That just wouldn't happen if I was still in the same space that I was before I decided to do things that was good for my heart, good for Mm -hmm. my mind, good for my soul, good for my body. Yeah. I agree. Hey, is that it? I think that's it. <laughs> I right, mean, I think we covered everything. We, we if did. we didn't cover something or we think of something, obviously we have our lives. Well, it's summertime, so. Oh, we don't have our lives. Yeah. Sorry, I'm so. The, the, the months are just throwing me off right yeah, now. Yeah, I just don't know. It, it's, a, but we'll talk to y'all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of how. Somehow. DM yeah. us. Right. Hit us up on, at Pretty Social Podcast on Instagram. We're on Twitter too at Pretty Social Pod. Um, you can. Uh, Email us at pretty social podcast PSPNG at gmail.com. And I think that's it. That's all of that our social is, media. Yeah. We're on TikTok as pretty oh. social pod. Oh, 
I only handle IG. She's so. just be on Instagram. I literally have no idea about it. I mean, I know what we have, but she, I'd be she like. She checks our email, too. So if you yes, want if yes. you want a response for both of us, hit us up on um, Instagram or hit our email. Yeah, because I definitely will look at that as well. Yeah. Okay, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. Wait, and then also, oh. protect your peace. Protect yes. your mind. Protect your heart. Protect your energy. Yes. Value yourself. Put yourself first. You can be selfish with yourself. Mm-hmm. You can say no to people. Mm-hmm. You can say yes to you. Yes. Yes, you can. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>